Hello and welcome to the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast, the podcast for gentle, conscious parents who want to break family and societal cycles and parent in a way that raises themselves and their children up to be who they truly were meant to be and to know that they are loved because of it. You will hear a mixture of just me and interviews with speakers that will support you with your healing and your skills so that you can be the parent that you always wanted to be. Welcome to series two of the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite podcast. We have so much this season for you. Uh, Today, I am interviewing a very wonderful human being called Kat Googe. You'll find all of her details in the show notes. Kat is a confidence and joy specialist. I mean, she's just incredible. Uh, I'm going to warn you if you're listening to this on headphones or earbuds or something, uh, there is a lot of laughing. Kat uses laughter yoga as one of her tools to, to support the people that she works with, with getting unstuck. Now, Kat's usual people that she works with are uh, between their 40s and their 50s. So that might be you, in which case, awesome, keep listening. And even if it's not, I mean, I'm not, I'm 37, just had my birthday. And uh, yeah, even if you're not, she has so many tools for getting unstuck. You know, that feeling when life is just becoming a bit of a trudge and we're stuck in a rut and we keep doing the same things and it's frustrating. And Kat has so much advice for that. So enjoy this podcast. And I really, really can't wait for this season, season two, to take off. Kat is, I'm going to introduce you in a minute, Kat, but the short version is Kat is awesome. And Kat is going to be one of our speakers on the Be A Cycle Breaker Summit. Hi, Eva, who is also a speaker. She's coming down here. So Kat, I was going to do a little introduction. I wrote it all down. I'm just proud of myself. Um, Kat is, because I wanted to get it exactly right, your job title. She is a confidence and joy coach. And I can tell you that she lives what she coaches. She's so, like, it's radiant being in her company. Um, So she helps moms in their 40s and 50s to release overwhelm, to get unstuck, and to embrace their most spectacular decades. I just think that's fabulous. Um, And I was wondering, Kat, can you just tell us a bit more about your mission and, and I'm going to explain why I just think it's such a perfect fit for cycle breaker parents as well. Yeah, um, and so lovely to see you. Yay! Um, I just feel super passionate about, um, well, it's really interesting because like when I started everything out, it was all about happiness, yeah? And all about the joy. And what, as I kind of like um, engaged more with my community and my community grew, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, like happiness is here. Like it's like, that's the, like the umbrella up here, but down here, there's all these women and particularly mothers that, you know, don't love themselves enough and don't believe in themselves and don't have confidence. And I was like, how can we get, we can't, we can't feel this if we haven't worked on these. Yeah, it's foundational, isn't it? I was about to say, it's a foundational piece, isn't it? You know, it's like, so we're, yeah. So like, it's so, it, it, it's, I find it really interesting that that's where I started. But then I think this is what happens when you look more and engage more with what people are really 
needing, you go, ah, oh, these are the missing pieces. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. yeah so, well, that's partly why I, I think, because uh, you know, your target audience, your people that you mostly work with are mums in their 40s and 50s. And now, of course, now people are having their children sometimes a bit older. We are becoming, you know, there are many people who I speak to who, you know, have their you know, four-year-old and a five-year-old in their 40s. Yeah. And I had children a bit older as well, say <laughs> if I was 30, but you know, certainly older than other people in my family who've gone before me. So, you know, the one, there's that element of that's going to be so helpful for exactly that. But also the way that you work and the things that you do, you know, I'm, I'm 37 and I've been following you for, you know, at least a year. And you have helped me with the things that you've done in your group, which I'm in. So it's it's in some ways, you know, yes, you have that that audience, but any mom, and yeah. I guess dads who are, we have a fair few dads, like cycle breaker dads and cycle breaker grannies, which is really cool. Um, anybody watching this can take the principles of what you do. And and I picked out from you know, the same things you did, the getting unstuck, because we're all, sometimes we all get stuck. Yeah. And when we are trying to break cycles, you know, we're like, oh, when I when I have kids, I'm going to be like this. They're never going to be scared of me. That I'm never going to raise my voice. You know, we we come up like we try and swing so far the other way when we're cycle breakers, and then we have the kids, <laughs> and then we realise it's not quite as easy as we think, and then we feel stuck. So I was wondering if you could talk to kind of that to how you support people when they're feeling stuck, no matter what age they are, but maybe particularly yeah. mom in their forties where do they start because that's the, sometimes that's the worst bit isn't it there's the sitting there and just going oh i'm stuck and it can feel really powerless yeah and yeah and and obviously you know like the age is irrelevant isn't it it's just yeah. like just how do people feel and i think i think so often what comes up is um with mums and you know and i know you mentioned dads as well but i it was particularly thinking <laughs> Mums that they don't prioritize themselves, you know, and in terms of that, like, you know, what do, what do I need? That doesn't even come as a question. It's like, what do my kids need? What does, you know, someone else oh, need? What kids needs are met, then I will. Even yeah. says, all great hypothetical parents, but reality is a lot tougher. Yeah, I'm a mom in my 40s. Uh, it's amazing to have somebody looking at this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think, so often, you know, when I've done, um, you know, free mini series, free masterclass, that kind of thing, what comes up is people are like, oh, they've just realized they've forgotten themselves, you know, in that never ending of like, and whether it's an actual physical or just that, like the mental list is like, it's big and it's heavy. And in that list, it's like that they quite often don't even feature. And I think there's an awful lot of guilt of like, well, you know, I can't prioritize myself because my kids need me and my partner needs me and my parents need me or my, you know, whatever it is. And all these things come before and it's like, well, actually, it's like, it's not okay to put me here. And I just kind of think you've got to serve yourself, you well, know. For the cycle breaker community, and, and there are plenty of people who are cycle breaker parents and mums in their 40s. There's so, there's so many of us all, you know, late 30s like me. And, um, oh, I owned it. I just owned the late 30s. <laughs> yeah! My, it's only just been my birthday. And I was like, oh. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's if you were told as a child, you know, if you were told you're not worthy, or if you took that message from the way you were treated, 
because nobody was there for you. Nobody's coming. I'm not worthy. I'm not lovable. Or, or you, the, the kind of, even the standard parenting without it being a, a complicated, tough upbringing of, oh, it's just, you know, it's just, a, it's just the thing that you broke, just get over it. Or we don't have time, we're not interested. It's no wonder that we then, in those early ages, we form these beliefs about who we are and how we are in the world. And those beliefs are, I am not worthy of being looked after. I don't deserve this. Or maybe we watched a, a mother our own mother or father or whoever martyr themselves yeah and huff and puff and be really unfulfilled about it and then that's our only model yeah with that and the tv which to be honest is the martyr of the mother isn't it and then you know we you know years go by and like oh (laughs) because you could do it for so long but it's not sustainable (laughs) yeah and and i think you know that there's so many things to kind of go with that is if we are not like serving ourselves and you know looking after ourselves and I don't mean oh like just have a jump and have a quick bubble bath you know it's like actually like I write about the bubble bath option you know it's great you know I had one the other night overheated in it got far too hot (laughs) and then thought why did I get a bath I always do them too hot but um I'm sidetracking um but it's like but that really kind of like, you know, what do I need right now? And it, and it could just be, I just need 10 minutes of stillness or like whatever it is, you know. And actually, it's like, this is then what we model. So if we are then not serving our needs and looking after our needs, and it shows, like, no matter how hard we try, it will, it will come out in our dialogue, you know, it will come out in, um, like, our actions. Our, do, do you know what I mean? And, and I just think, well, yeah. well the, you know. The part of, I am meeting your needs and following the script. Why are you not happy yet? Because that, and, and that, there's no shame in that. That's just, that's how you end up being when you're exhausted and then yeah. well passed. And, you know, you haven't slept for six years and you haven't looked after yourself. Yes, Evie, you're right. We are taught. I go further that we are trained as women not to prioritize ourselves. Yeah. If you grew up in a upbringing where there was nobody, maybe you had to feed yourself from an early age, maybe you were a carer, maybe you had unreliable, sometimes scary parents, you absolutely were taught only to rely on yourself. Or if you, you, know, if you trusted other people, they used it against you. Mm. Yeah. It's, but it's a it's a cycle breaking element in order to get ourselves unstuck and unfortunately it's a bit of a chicken egg isn't it <laughs> yeah and and you know like we we are the creators of our own happiness you know and i think right on that to be received from someone else or a, a product of what someone else does so like your your child's achievements that you're really investing in or or whatever it is like that's not you being your source you know and we can find that happiness in in really little things really you know that there is like there's happiness and joy to be found in so many ways but so often we kind of block ourselves you know I don't have time you know I like my head's too full because you know all those kind of um reasons we give ourselves for like not doing that thing that we know actually does light us up you know yeah yeah and that does go with the you know the radical compassion and the radical responsibility is that at some point you know when you when you are unstuck it's in some ways maybe you're not at the point to hear it but I think I needed to hear it at my lowest point was like 
no one's going to rescue you. You know, Prince Charming's not coming because Prince Charming doesn't exist. Because Prince Charming is a construct of the patriarchy and it's not there. You have to get up off your butt. And actually, for me, it was doing uh, 10 minutes of exercise every day. You know, for the endorphins and for my health. And just because actually I genuinely couldn't, uh, this was about 2018, I genuinely couldn't have given myself 30 minutes to do a workout. Because yeah. and, and that was too far for me. Yes, and that is that thing. It's like, just just take a step, you know? And like, and it's not like, this is what it should be and this is what it looks like and all that should, should, should. It's like, what feels good for you? What feels safe for me right now? What feels available to me right now? You know, and choosing those 10 minutes for yourself, then that gives you that gate, doesn't it? You know? I remember the first time sitting in a cafe on my own and I didn't enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> because I did it was too much too soon I think and yeah I think I did it the first 10 minutes and then I was like oh. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and I think but easing in that I think so often people kind of try and do all the things because they realize that everything isn't great and then you see a blog post like 45 things that you must do today otherwise you're a bad mom yeah. like, <laughs> you know yeah we we can throw that out the window can't we <laughs> Did you know I have a free mini course? It's called the Seven Day Connection Builder and it gives you all kinds of tips and ideas and guidance on how to build a closer relationship with your children. The link to sign up for free is in the show notes so you just click through and it will take you to the free mini video course. I hope you enjoy. yeah exactly you said that the easing in is a really good way and something that feels safe to you and that's such a great way of saying it because for cycle break I know I'll go back to the cycle breakers but that's sensible here uh, for the cycle breakers it's very much uh, it's about safety because if you didn't grow up in safety that is your that is your foundational piece how do I make myself safe how do I you know, we can't basically you can't do anything unless you're safe and your children you know, they won't respond to any techniques. That's why I always talk about healing and skills. They won't respond to any of our techniques if they don't feel safe. You know, that child who's having a meltdown on the floor in Sainsbury or Walmart or wherever, you can't use your techniques and go through your script because they're not safe at that moment. So you have yeah. to weather the storm with them and then do a debrief afterwards. So brilliant. Thank you so much for that. I've written that down. I've got a whole load of notes. Well, and you kind of thing it's that thing of like when you're in that space you can feel a whole lot of wrong about yourself can't you a whole lot of wrong and um and actually if you try and do the things that everyone's saying you should do you know like you're saying the 45 you know then you're just giving yourself more wrong and it's more validation of like oh i'm not i'm just not i'm not like them i'm not worthy i'm not good enough people like me and it's like and you just keep yourself in this real stuckness can't you and and it's like just everyone's worth more than that aren't they you know? yeah and it, you're not worth more than that because you're a mom and your children need you to know that you're better than that and your children need you to be calm you're worth more than that because you exist yeah yeah because you're a human you are, and you i think it's really easy to forget that yeah and i um we mothers are viewed um, through the our children yeah um 
Susie Ashworth, who we both follow, don't we? Um, at one of her events a while ago, she said, we are born worthy. And that really, really stuck with me. Because I was like, yes, you know, we are born worthy. And actually, we, like, we get to come back to this remembering of who we are, you know, because we're still that little baby, aren't we? Very different. That's a very different... Oh, that's really stuck with me. That's very different to, I need to crawl myself up to worthiness. I need to crawl myself up to feeling worthy in myself. It's a remembering of, Who you know, are. I was worthy and I am worthy. And all this other crap piled on top of it. And I can shed that and... Yeah. I, get back I, 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 I can't remember if she coined it as I was born worthy. Or then it became I am, and I am is so much more powerful because I was suggest that you aren't and you can't be, and I am is well, I am, I am born worthy, and I get the who I am, you know. We'd never look at a baby or even another person, you know, on the bus or in the street or anywhere, and say you're not worthy, and yet yeah. we do it to ourselves, and that shows that it's a belief. Yeah, it's a belief, not a truth. It's yeah. Um, just looking at the time, and I really wondered, would you be able to share with us a bit about laughter yoga? Because oh, always one goes, yeah. oh, how is laughter yoga lady? And it's so interesting. Oh. Your, I know you do so much. It's one of your modalities, isn't it? That you yeah. use to support it's, your mom. It is, it is like a piece of magic. I did. One day. I'm going to come to one this year. Yeah, well, I'm doing a class next Wednesday. I don't know how it works with your timings, though. It's like 7.30 UK, so that probably, yeah, <laughs> at, at, at night. Yeah, it probably doesn't work for you, middle of the night or something. But I did, um, in my teaching days, there was a well-being um, event at our school, and you could select different things. I thought, oh, laughter yoga, I've never heard of that. I love to laugh. Like, anything to do with joy, I just go, yay! And I did the hours session and it was like this cathartic experience. And it just literally, every cell in my body went, this is what you get to share with the world. You That's are amazing, ultimately you did. Yeah, it was like, you're gonna train as a laughter yoga leader. You were born to be a laughter yogi. This is like, cause it's a modality that I just went, oh, this speaks to my soul you know, and I, oh, it's just, like, it's just incredible. And it's one of those things, like, so many, like, to experience it is to feel it, is to get it, to know it, to, for it to touch you, you know, but um, it's, it's just, it's laughter, and it's breathing, and meditation. And it's, that's in its most simplistic explanation so it's not yoga moves, the yoga part is the deep belly breathing, but it's that whole thing of like, when we connect to our diaphragm and do deep belly laughter for extended periods of time, we release endorphins and we shake out that really stuck negative energy and lower our cortisol. And it's just this like beautiful experience. And it's such, a, such an amazing tool because like, actually we all have it but we just yeah, don't know have to tap into it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's amazing. It's easy to do for somebody, because for me, I can't quite imagine doing it. Like, I really want to, but I, I feel that contraction of like, really? Yeah, yeah. All, all you have to do, so I think we should do an exercise. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> just give yourself permission to laugh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this, this is one of my favorite ones. Someone, when I did, I was doing a lockdown class and she just said to me, I miss hugs. In the time in our world when we were not allowed to touch anyone, you know, apart from people that we actually lived with, my gosh, you know, connection, like touch was missed by so many. And I went, oh, yes, let's do a laughter hug. And actually that whole thing of like, I was listening to a podcast the other day and um, I can't remember who the lady was, but she was saying, you know, if you, if you just rub your arms, you know, just rub your arms and you will start to feel better. So it's that kind of like that touch thing is so key. A laughter hug is like you, you hug yourself if you're with other people. So like, like try this with your kids because children just like, like they just ooze this up. They're like so easy to fall into laughter yoga because they're natural laughers. They laugh like three, 400 times a day and adults about 17, yeah? So like we forget to play. It's a huge, huge, huge discrepancy because we lose our play. So laughter yoga gives you playback, you know? And it's, it's back to that remembering who you are, you know? So yeah, so we hug ourselves. If you're with someone else, you hug them obviously with permission. If you're online with people, so like you're, you know, you're, I guess you connect with people in the UK that you don't get to see. So you can do laughter hugs on Zoom or FaceTime, whatever. And so you just hug the screen like that. You know, it I like is that. amazing. <laughs> and all you do, oh, Me, Amy's just joined. And she's just come into a big hug from her. Um, Amy has done lots of laughter yoga with me. So she's come just the right point. So all we're gonna do, just give yourself permission to laugh, Laura. Let let go of, and don't, okay. no, no judgment. And, and really Yeah. And okay. uh, so just copy me and we're just gonna put it to laughter. Definitely, it's been said many times, I've got an infectious laugh, so it's kind of hard not to join in. Sorry. <laughs> I, I took you by surprise there, but like you're, even though like you felt a bit of resistance, which is totally- Yeah, I really felt it. It's, it's totally- Yes, it, and it's totally usual, but just, you know, you just say to yourself, I give myself permission to laugh. I give myself permission to laugh. And those endorphins will really, you know, and even if you're, and when you're hearing other people as well, it yeah. helps, you know? So it really, it's, it's a really beautiful practice. And like I say, like, it's in us, you know? Yeah. It is in us. We just have to, like, allow it. You have to go anywhere and do anything. It's just there. It's, oh, it's yeah. You don't, you don't need any kit. You don't need a place to spec like you can literally do it anywhere and the guy that started it he started it in a park in, in mumbai 
you know, and he was a medical doctor and he and still is a medical doctor and he um, just went, oh, like if we get laughter going, if people really actually intentionally laugh, it's going to help them mentally and physically, you know, so what's your people love? In that for years, haven't they? Not necessarily about the laughing, that in terms of the physiological. Yeah. So that if we increase the well, in, let's not get into politics, but in terms of the, if we increase the well-being budget, then the NHS budget, the National Health Service for anyone, you know, in different countries, it would go down because we'd all be looking after ourselves. Oh, you know, and I, I my, my big, big vision is to get the world laughing. And um, I was doing some yoga yesterday and I was like, my brain started going, oh, you've got to, you've got to train as a trainer so then you can get into schools and train teachers and they can train the children and you know and then I was like oh surgeries you know but I was like there's only one me and I was like I need a team I need a team that the bigger thing has got to be that there's a big team of people everybody a cat Um, Kat, where where can people find you? I mean, obviously on Instagram. <laughs> yes. So here I'm at Kat Gooch Official. Um, I am on um, Facebook. And I think if you just put um, Kat Gooch, it comes up. I just try to make it super simple with not loads of extra bits on it. Um, I have a Facebook group, a free Facebook group where I share just, yeah, I share joy. I share, um, you know, elevating, elevating mindset and... Um, just and building connection so that's called the purpose collective the purpose collective even for heart-centered women um ready for more um i think that's all my handles i've got a free masterclass coming up on monday which come along to um that is 7 till 8 p.m there's a link in my bio um yeah if you look on my I was just saying, if anybody's watching and they want the link, they can send me a direct message and I'll, 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 I'll send it through. <laughs> Beautiful. And if, and if the laughter yoga connects with people, I, I've done like um, loads of kind of like minute bite-sized things. So you can just dive into there and um, like just give yourself a taste. But I do run monthly workshops too, which again, super welcome to. Um, so yeah, lots of, lots of ways to come and hang out with me and, and have all the joy. <laughs> oh, I'm there. I'm there. Seriously. Yeah. Be in the middle of the night. Oh, it's amazing. Um, I just want to share because Kat is, is here because she's amazing. She's here because the things that she does supports all parents and supports especially cycle breaker parents. And she's wonderful. And also because Kat is one of our speakers. You're the first person to do this. That's exciting. She's going to be one of our speakers on the Be a Cycle Breaker summit which is in march i had to just get my diary there or my you know my big calendar <laughs> because it's it's starting on the 24th of march and we have a facebook group which is is very simply called be a cycle break so you can look it up or you can find it through my bio and uh on my on my stories little qr code so you can just scan it it's magical <laughs> technology is amazing isn't it and it yeah. will just take you straight in there so it's uh right now it's free you will be able to in time buy you know an all access awesome pass but also if you just come at the event you can witness more of that where yeah. she's gonna share um all kinds of different ways that we can support our parents in becoming conscious 
parents and gentle parents and healing any of our stuff from our backgrounds and also just feeling really good and having a great laugh <laughs> well worth it in itself Kat, thank you so much. I will let you know when this becomes a podcast and, and then we can share it to more people in the world. Thank you so um, much. It's been gorgeous to hang out with you, darling. Thank you so much for having me as a guest. Then Bye. Lots of love. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do make sure that you subscribe so that you get future episodes delivered to you. And I would love it if you were able to leave a review because these things really do matter. If you'd like to know more, I am going to extend a really warm invite to you to join us over on Facebook in the Cycle Breaker Parents Unite group. The links are all in the show notes and you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm.